last time on Aderna. It's been a long time since you had the nightmare and you hear the clashing of steel. You feel your heart pull you fiercely in that direction and there seems to be a, a cluster of wilderfolk being led by who you can only assume is their chieftain fighting against these, uh, these angels and they're currently locked in battle. I'll rush in with my shield, I'll take a side hit with my pick and then when he's like kind of slammering back as I hit my shield, I just go in and like right down vertical, right down on his head, through the helmet, and then I'll just rip back and I'll just stand and I'll look at the other angels and I'll just be like, bloody heathens. Black camp, and I'll like point to the direction, leave the forest, like avoid the forest, black camp is over here, like you need to go to black camp. There is a, a dark lord there, a lord of dark lords. angels. Uh, I don't think I want to go into combat because I'm by myself and I didn't do too well in that last battle. All I did was get someone surprised and every other time I got stabbed. So, um, can I wait for them to pass? Or are they kind of set on hanging about my place? Dexterity. Uh, fuck. What have I got to do for that? Dexterity. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, put the 20, yeah. 18, mm. take away one, so 17, it's all right. Okay, uh, you can still hear them sort of milling about, um, and they walk pretty close to the tent, and you actually can hear the, their footsteps as they walk past, and away into the, into the woods again. Uh, and you can see the light of like a torch that they one of them was kind of to sleep, or? Nah. Uh, is my hands back? Mm. Okay. Um, it's now about the middle of the night, so if you wanted to return to sleep, you could finish your long rest. Nah, too close. They'll find me. What I'm going to do is, uh, well, I've passed, so I make my way to the black ones. Okay. So you, um, I've got everything, I've got all my... Got your, got your pack and stuff, and you, you take some time to sort of quietly... I'm going to ask you to make another stealth check as you gather things together. Ho ho, 19, so 18. Okay, fine. Um, aware that they're close by, you sort of slowly and quietly sort of put things on. You take your chain and put that on. Much double screen, so if you... Um, you wrap your... Um, your, your cloth sort of items and things like that under your chain shirt so that it doesn't jingle as much and um, and and, stra- and put a cloth around your great sword and things so it doesn't shine through tor- in torchlight or anything like that so think about it quite a lot and, you, mm. and you're ready to go you vaguely remember the direction that he pointed in but you've never heard of what you think might the black camp might be or anything like that so you head off in, in that vague direction I'm going to ask you to make an investigation check Okay. Still a D20? Mm-hmm. Any modifiers? Investigation is... Investigation is here. I think it's Oh, it's intelligence. Intelligence. Intelligence, sorry. Intelligence. Okay. So, 
Yeah, yeah. I roll a five. <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> so a four. four. Yeah, so you very quickly find yourself unsure if you're heading in the right direction. Um, and you can see just every now and then torchlight sort of passing through the, the trees in all directions. Um, just sometimes quite far away, sometimes quite close. Um, but there's definitely other people in the forest and you, you can only assume that they're that they're angels as well. So um, the danger here is that you might run into trouble if you spend too long looking for this place. I'm gonna ask you to make a second investigation check. Okay. Sixteen, take away one, fifteen. Make a stealth check as well. Boy, there's <laughs> so many stealth checks. <laughs> I uh, roll an 11, take away one, a 10. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, you start to see the torchlight less frequently and a bit further away. And you sort of find yourself moving now among trees that the shrubbery around them is more trampled down so you think that people travel this way a little bit more often and you see uh, some some walls in front of you like a, a fair way away still um, but it looks like a palisade wall so a castle wall or looks like a palisade wall it's uh, a palisade wall uh, like a wooden okay Age of Empires yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that there are a couple of torches sort of along, gliding along it and things like that and you can actually see shadows passing so there are people under walls. Um, it's approaching sunrise by the time you, you get there. So you, like it's there's a little bit of sort of dawn light coming okay. uh, over the over the horizon. Um, and this is you can only assume the black camp. Okay. Or something, you know, it's a settlement of some kind. Yeah. Is there anything else I can gather? Can I get anything? Like, is there what banners or anything? Is there um, any, like, because affiliation? Of the, because of the dark and... The but distance, I can see in the dark. You can. But because of the dark and the distance. Um, oh, I thought it was quite close. You can't, you can't really okay. make it out. Hmm. Okay. Uh, can I... I'd like to sneak around the camp to try and figure out more. Because I don't want to just rush in. How close would you like to get? Mm. How far am I right now in feet? I'd say about 150. 150. I'd like to get to about 75. Okay, about half the distance. Okay. Yeah. So you sort of creep in further. Just you, you want to get a gauge on it before you approach it. Go ahead and make another stand check. So, <laughs> a critical failure. <laughs> I won. One. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's just some guy sneaking around just really poorly as he comes up to the gate. <laughs> what are you doing? You, uh, you sort of come up a bit closer to the the wall, and uh, you're sort of trying to sneak along. And as you do, you, you hear something, and, and it's not. A noise that you made, but you hear something and you look up and realise that in the trees there are platforms and there are also people there who are sort of lookouts and things like that. And one of them's just leaning over the rail, kind of looking at you. Just like, sort of, just kind of perplexed, just like wondering what this guy's doing who's trying to sneak around. And he's just like, You're right. <laughs> I'd I gather I'd get a fright. Yeah. Because I uh, did not see him. So I go, oh, look up at him. Can I help you? <laughs> I, I stand straight up. Uh, I've been spotted. So uh, and then uh, I speak to the man and say, uh, well, uh, can I do a perception check? What's uh, what's his race? What's his uh, affiliation? Uh, can I see his race? He's, uh, he's up in the tree. I mean, yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. 15, and then perception is what, sorry? Uh, wisdom, so no no modifiers, so just he's not, um, 15. He's not of, 
you don't see any distinguishing features, so he's not of one of the races that has like very distinguishing features. So he could be Marin, he could be Condor, he could be Angel, he could be Tenecrian, he could be... Okay, just human. Mm. Okay. Let's say, uh... And he's sort of just like, looking at him, just like... So I, I ask him, I say, uh, is this the Black Camp? Uh, I don't know. Never heard of it by that name. This is Ebonhearth. Hold on, let me write that down. Am I out of the woods now, or am I still in the woods? Still in the woods. I mean, th- this is this is sort of in a. You, you look over to the, the wall, and you can see that it's it's been built in the woods, but it's in a sort of area, if you like. Okay. It's it's obviously been deforested to build this place, yeah. so it's like. Okay. Where, where, where is it you've come from, traveller? Um, I say that's my business. All right, right. Well, uh, if you're wanting in, you're going to need to go up to the gate there. Uh, I just look out for, you know, dangerous types. Who's, uh, who's dangerous types to you? Well, you know, you get the odd sort of marauder band comes through every now and then, not for years now, like, but, you know, it happens. And then uh, every now and then there's wilderfolk who come through, they keep to themselves, though, mostly. Um, that's it, really. I'm imagining, sorry, this conversation, like a, an oblivion conversation, where someone says something, you just don't respond and just look at them stoically and, like, go to a different topic. Um, I ask him... Uh, have you not heard the news uh, of danger in the woods? Oh, aye, there's always danger in the woods. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, Some specific you're referring to, or do you know witches, anything, maybe? Do you know anything about angel raids? Oh, aye, angel raid. Well, well, there's that. They've not come this way yet, but some of the other settlements have heard word of, you know, there's there's been... Trouble, of sorts. Okay. None of that round here, though. What were the witches called, actually? I didn't make a note of that, sorry. Just a witch's woods name, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I you've heard. Um, and what of these witches you mentioned? Oh, aye. Aye, ladies of the wood. Witches. Mm-hmm. Heard they've been a bit nasty of late. Again, don't come round here much. Or at all, for what I can remember. Do you think there's anyone in town who would... Is that a town? Or a cat, like a keep? You don't know yet. I don't know that. Um, what is this place? Have I asked this already? Can I? Told you, it's Ebonhearth. Okay, yeah, I've asked this question. <laughs> Repeat, it's the grey option on the conversation wheel. Um, okay, I say... Uh, I say thank you. Uh, and I go to walk to the... Um, Aye, Ebonhearth. Gate guard will let you in. Cool. So I go forward. Uh, so you uh, take a walk up to to Ebonhearth, and, you, and as you as you sort of come out of the trees and they become more sparse, you can see more clearly what you're looking at. Um, and it, it does indeed have black wood walls. They're they're and they're stark black. Like you thought maybe it was just because it was dark that you were seeing them as a black outline, but as you get closer, you see that they've actually been painted black, and so that's this is probably the black camp that they're referring to because it's. That's its most distinguishing feature. Um, there's a sort of smell of wood smoke and an oddly familiar sugary scent on the air as well that you, you can't quite place, but you, you feel like you've, you've smelled it before. Um, and it's a, it's a small town, just a small settlement. Um, and there's evidence of ongoing building work. It's, it's obviously expanding, uh, so, so more people are coming here and building. And you can see the sort of structures of... Uh, like skeletal built uh, areas and stuff like that, uh, out of timber. Everything's built of wood. Uh, doesn't seem to be much stone uh, construction or anything like that. Um, and as you you come up to the gate, uh, th- there's a, a gate guard standing there with a, a sort of spear on his shoulder. And uh, you, as you walk up to him, he just sort of gives you a friendly nod. Doesn't get in your way to stop you or anything like that. Just gives you a friendly nod. Okay. Can I see what race he is at this point? Oh, is it still, because the other guy was in the tree, so I don't know if it was tougher to tell. Yeah, him, you can, this, this guy, uh, again, doesn't look to have any really distinguishing features. 
you guess he's probably a Marin or a Condor. Marin or Condor. Hmm. Well, there's a big difference there, isn't there? Oh, there was, which was the the big war that happened? It was Condor, uh, Angels, and who? What are you asking about? The, the, the war that happened a while uh, ago. Who was, it, who was the three main parties? Because uh, you said it was like an alliance of three, right? Oh, who, who were the members of the alliance? Yeah. yeah, so you had the Condor, the Marins, the Angels, and, and some Gwirtov. Yep, so uh, the, the gate is, um, it's a palisade gate as well, um, it's open and there are already a few people milling about, it's quite early still but there are still people about, um, and as you take a look around and get a gauge of the place, it seems like there are people of almost all races here, uh, um, and they seem like content, pleasant folk, you know, no one's sort of taking any particular notice of you or anything like that. People come through here fairly regularly, it seems. Um, and uh, the, the gate guard that you passed was in just sort of simple chain armour and like loosely uh, gripping that, that spear. So there's no there was no like particular military presence or anything like that about him. He wasn't like a soldier in like uniformed armour or anything like that. Um, and... Uh, People are just sort of going about their business, going from building to building. No one really seems to be paying that much attention to you. Okay. Although okay. people are just sort of giving you a nod and things as they pass. What kind of buildings are there? Mostly wooden. Um, again, there's not much um, stone or anything like that. Uh, I mean, more is there like shops? Is there bars? Is there? There. I mean, it's early, so you can't really tell in terms of which are shops and which are like. Houses and stuff like that, they're all kind of dark on the inside mostly. Um, there are a few shop fronts and things um, that, that are all sort of in one kind of corner of the of the in, inside of the walls um, where maybe there's a market during the day and that sort of thing. There is what looks to be a, a substantially bigger building uh, than the rest which looks like it might be an inn or, or something like that. Um, and it does have a sign hanging outside which you, you can't quite make out what it says from here. Uh, because it's, it's black against black and dark and, and relatively dark sort of area. Uh, if you want to, you can, you can go up to it and have a look, closer look. Sure, let's have a yep, look, at so this, look at this important building. Have a look at the uh, at the end, and it is indeed an inn when you get up to the. Uh, you can see that there's a black sign hanging from it, and uh, and underneath it says the black kettle. Cool. And you can hear from inside that there are, there are people inside. Okay, I uh, enter the black kettle. Okay, so you've entered the, the black kettle, and, and it, it's not terribly busy. There are people here um, enjoying breakfasts and that sort of thing, and you can see there are barmaids and things uh, bringing drinks to people and bringing food to people. And, and there's a big um, hearth right in the middle of the place. It's, it's quite a big place on the inside, um, and there are tables all along the back wall, and sort of uh, there are like booths. And then there's tables that are also on this side, there are, there are uh, booths as well, just as you come in the door. But there are bigger sort of tables in the middle as well, where there are people sitting. And normally it might be livelier, but at this time of the day it's it's fairly quiet and there's just a few people sort of eating and talking amongst themselves and things like that. Okay. Um, at the far end, there's a, a bar where there's a couple of barmaids sort of coming, seem to be coming from that area and there's a person behind the Okay. Uh, can I do any perception checks? Is there any notable uh, figures in this bar, or any sort of I don't know? What are you looking for? Tell me what you're looking for now. <sighs> Where is my venture going? I suppose. Uh, is there anyone I should be worried um, angelic-wise? You're looking for angels. I'm looking for angels. I'm looking for anything affiliated with that sort of. Make a perception check. Okay. Uh, <laughs> three. I am clearly uh, punched myself in the eyes and cannot see. I don't know. It's an inn. It's an inn. Okay. Um, okay. I. Uh, oh, you're always good with the barman. I go up to the bar. Okay. 
That was so good. <laughs> Timing. Uh, you get up to the bar, and uh, and as you get closer, you can see that there's this quite burly woman who's standing behind the. Does burly mean the rotund? Okay. I thought like whimsical. <laughs> so. Oh no. Woo! Really <laughs> stocky, okay. um, muscular, in fact. Uh, woman, she appears to be a contact. And she's got a mess of like red hair, uh, and she's sort of wearing the classic apron and and, uh, and tunic and what have you. And is just wiping down the bar and just sort of. Hello! What can I get you? Uh, well, we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> um, can I pause the game at this point? Sorry. Um, I'm kind of confused as to what my goal is. Now, I like then like going in games or going into town and just speaking of hope and then finding a side quest. All you've been told is it's not safe in the woods. You should probably go to the black one. Okay. Uh, and speak to the dark lord. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Uh, Dark Lord. Should have asked that outside. Does the Dark Lord reside here? No. I'm awkwardly at the bar. I'm at the bar something. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to spend some money now. How much, uh. Does. I think, like, tea would exist in this world, would it not? Would this be a place that does tea? I would do tea, yeah. I'm sorry, this is not my. <laughs> is this a place you do tea? <laughs> well, who are you asking, Tom, or are you asking them? I'm asking Tom more as like a gent that's like, is tea something? You should ask the innkeeper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> does tea exist in this world? <laughs> that seems like my question. As far as I'm aware, yes. <laughs> Great. Uh, do you serve tea? Tea, yes, uh-huh. I'll take tea. Tea. Coming up. Uh, Liesl. Tea. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. But still, tea. <laughs> you, you know how to do tea. Go. <laughs> Anything else? No, that'll be all. Um, okay. What's the... What's the... What's the word around town? <laughs> what's the word around town? What's the word around town. Well... Uh, let's see, we've got the market today, uh, usually quite busy, that's about it, sleepy little town this. Very much so. Hmm, early, early like, you know, there's usually more people about. Is it lively in the evenings? Oh, fuck I. Only in, in the town, you see, so. Ah, I see, you must get a lot of business. Well, I, what comes through? many travellers? Oh, well, mostly travellers. I mean, we're on the grey road between uh, well, between Miradar and Gilgreen, so anyone travelling one way or the other comes by here at some point. What was it? Miradar? This is our character. Omiradar. Uh, Omiradar. Mm. And? Giltgreen. Giltgreen. What, kind of pe- what kind of people? Traders mostly uh, get the odd priest or what have you coming from from uh, Gilt Green or Maradar or digging trees that sort of thing anyone who needs to travel from one of the great cities to another tends to come by here it's the only real logical place to stop on the way any any, any rumours from the road from the, these travellers no none not that I can see why I should share with you ooh hmm I was about to DM myself and be like, I roll <laughs> like a charisma check. He was like, well, uh, I've just come from the road. And, uh, you know, several, I've just, uh, just walked past a raid. Uh, right. Very dangerous. Mm. Uh, what's, uh, you heard, you've not heard nothing about these raids? Raids, I. Raids in the woods, uh, mm-hmm. what about it? I don't know, I'm just uh, trying to get a lay of the land here, hoping you could help. Not from around here then, eh? No. No, where are you from? 
Uh, very, sorry, am I very, is Old Nacria very far from where we are at the moment, Dio? Old Sanicar, yeah. Sanicar. Is that very far away from where? Yes, very far. Hmm. Very. Look to be Fenecrian to me, though. Yeah, that'd be right. Hmm? Well, should find welcome here. Plenty of you around. Oh, yes? Oh, aye. Lord Sanecrian. So is the lady. Is this the, uh, the Dark Lord? As uh, I've been told to seek. The Dark Lord? Fucking hell, I've never heard him called the Dark Lord before. He'd <laughs> like that, I think. Oh, yeah? Uh, maybe not. Lars would like that, though. Nah, he'd find that funny. Who's Lars? Oh, he's the Chamberlain. Yeah, he's the Chamberlain. The Chamberlain. Uh, like the... The what? steward. I was going to say, steward? The politics man. Yeah. What, what, what did you say his name was? Lars. Bars. Mm, yeah, snickety little man. But well, I wouldn't say snickety, but something about him that just rubs me up the wrong way sometimes. But that's just because I'm more of your sort of straight talking kind of girl, and he's well, the opposite. <laughs> Bernice, you know, a Fenecrian as well. No, Bernice. Oh, he's a Bernice. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Bernice. Cool. One of them types. Uh, you wouldn't be wrong there. And uh, and what do they call... Oh, here's your tea. Thanks, Lisa. Here. Tea. That's uh, <clears throat> uh, ten coppers. I've got, ten, I've got five gold, so what? So ten coppers. Mark off. Uh, mark ten coppers is... Do I have a sheet here for money? So, bottom right's treasure. Five silver is one gold. Ten coppers is one silver. So, um, just how much have I got left? So you got, what did you have? Five I had five gold. So you got four golden, four golden, uh, four silvers. Did you want milk or anything? If you've got it, I'll take it. Oh, we got it. All right, ladies, go on. Go on, girl. Get some fucking milk. Get some. <laughs> yeah, get some milk from me, now. Um, I don't say that. That's, uh, that's me, Danny Robertson, out of character. Uh, so what's the this uh, Dark Lord's name? Dark Lord. So I mean, we just call him a Lord around here. Okay. That's okay. Um, don't know why a Dark Lord. Um, uh, 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 is it him you're looking to speak to? Is that 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 what you're saying? Or? I think so. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you'd need to speak to the Chamberlain first. He'd be the one to arrange that. I can. I can have him come round, speak to you. Uh, the Lord is Lord Astaroth, uh, and, and, and the Chamberlain Lars would be able to set up an audience with you, if you want. I think I'd like that. Sure, okay. I'll, 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 why don't you have a seat, take your tea, and uh, I'll send someone off to get him. Okay. You should be up at this time, I think. I'll pick up my tea with Pinky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there are plenty of tables to choose from. And, and I sit at the table by myself. And sit down um, at a table. Any particular one you want to see? Is there, uh, is there anyone I can speak to? I mean, I can speak to anyone really, but like. Uh, there, I mean, there. No, I, my character's a hermit, so he wouldn't go up and immediately speak to people. Uh, so I sit by myself in a corner. Okay. Um, so you take maybe one of the booths and sit, you know, at the corner, so that you can see the door as well, so you get a good view of the place. Um. And take your tea over, and Lisa, the girl who was her, also she brings over some milk and a little jug for you. And uh, I you nod. see, I nod for thank you. You see the innkeep um, call someone else over and say a few words to them, and they they go off out the door and, and go away uh, for a bit. Um, <clears throat> um, you sit and you, you wait for a while, and you see you know a few people come into the inn and go and get something to eat and sit down and things like that but it just seems like people's normal sort of days that this is where people come for their, their breakfast and whatever that sort of thing. Um, a few people coming down no one that really catches your eye they're all again mixed races and that sort of thing so um, you're just sort of people watching a little bit and you know, keeping an eye out for anyone who you think might be looking for you um, so it's a little while before the door opens and two figures who straight away stand out come in uh, and you see a, uh, a very handsome and well-kept 
Bernice man. Uh, he wears uh, sort of silver and sea green doublet and uh, and sort of simple but elegant clothes. And uh, uh, everything he wears is sort of sea green and silver coloured. He sort of seems to have that kind of uh, motif to him. Uh, there is not a hair out of place on his head or a single crease in any of his clothes or anything like that. He's just, he looks immaculate. And um, he wears an easy smile on his on his dark uh, blue... Uh, um, he wears a, an easy smile and he has these very sort of dark blue eyes that... Um, that seem to always be scanning the room and just not like shifty but just always seem to be aware of their surroundings and things and, he's, and he carries himself very sort of confidently and things. Um, but he's not alone he's also with a uh, a Yolith man who is unlike any you've only seen a few Yolith in your time they're not very common but he's unlike most that you've seen in that he's um, usually they're quite upright and hold themselves you know, with, with poise and dignity. He's very much hunched over and has sort of long, elongated arms and legs and spindly fingers and kind of scraggly white hair and these long robes. He looks a bit like a big pale white spider. He's kind of... Yeah. And he's, he's just obscenely old as well. A very, very old man. Um... But something just really slimy about him, which is odd for Yolith. They tend to be quite dignified and quite like regal people, but he's like very much sort of hunched and like just looks shifty. And uh, they exchange a few words at the door before Lars sort of comes back over to you, and this Yolith character leaves the the inn again. Um, sorry, Lars goes over to the um, who you assume is Lars, given that he's a Bernice, um, goes over to the innkeeper. And she she sort of said a few words to him, points over to the table that you're at, and he looks around, sees it, sees you, and wanders over. Um, and he comes over to you. Yet another humble visitor to our little town, lucky us. And he uh, says, "Merci." Emotion. Ah. So, where's the other guy sitting? What's he doing? He just stands. He's gone. Oh, he didn't stay. He left. All right, cool. So we just with him. Okay, cool. Let's keep going. So, what brings you to Ebenhearth? Uh, avoid. I'm avoiding danger. Avoiding danger. Mm, yes. Aren't we all? Mm. <laughs> uh, well, we're very happy to help you do that. It's not a problem. Um, we're just simple people, simple folk, most of us anyway. Myself, I like to think I'm a little bit more interesting. Uh, I am what the people around here call the Chamberlain. Uh, so I deal with the dignitaries and characters like that who have come to trade in the, in the town. And, uh... Anyone who wants to speak to the Lord or the Lady or anything like that would have to go through me. Um, I must tell you at this point, an audience with the Lord Astroth is quite impossible. Uh, for one thing, I have no notion of who you are. And uh, for another, which is more important, because I doubt he would care very much, he is not here. Uh, however the Lady is. Where, where is uh, Lord uh, Astoroth? That is not really any of your business. Um, but needless to say, he's not here. Okay. He's on Lord duties. Well, I'm looking for work. Well, work is something that we can probably do. What, 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 what is your area of work? Uh, Soldier, labourer, farmer. I've done a lot of jobs in my time. Mm. Many, in fact. But never stayed at one. No. That's interesting. I move often. Mm. And why 
move here. I'm not, I've yet to decide if I want to move here. Hmm. Well, I don't really know why you need me. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this was that was out of character. That was me. Um, I'm trying to think of my where I'm trying to get with this because. Don't From my understanding, having spoken to Mags, I understand you spoke to Mags as well. Um, she said you were looking for, as she put it, the Dark Lord, which I thought was comical. Um, the Dark Lord. I'm going to have to tell him that when he comes back. But he's not here. The lady is. If you would like to speak to her, then then I could possibly arrange that. But you are going to have to give me something. <laughs> Alright, let's go with this. Uh, I've got information on uh, angelic activities in the uh, in the forest. Is that something the uh, uh, the lady would be interested in hearing? Angelic activities within the forest, you say? Now that is considerably more interesting than anything I thought you were going to say. And he seems to take more of an interest now, and leans forward a little bit in his seat. Well, have you come into contact with angels yourself? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I imagine, given your, you know, that they wouldn't have been particularly friendly towards you. Well, you know angels. Oh yes, I know angels, yes. So I'm going to say no, they, they weren't very friendly towards you. <laughs> no, no, they weren't. Okay, well, so I think then the lady might be interested in hearing about this. You say you have information. Uh, what, what are we talking about? You know, about their movements, their plans, their, their what? They uh, are searching for something in the woods. I feel like they're hunting stoneborn. For some reason, and they're taking their children. Hunting stoneborn and taking their children. That I have not heard before. That seems very uncharacteristic of them. Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. I am going to speak to the lady. No, I am going to take you to the lady. And you can tell her this yourself. That is probably the most interesting way to do and then she will decide whether your information is worth anything or whether you're just here to be here and waste everyone's time. So, would you care to come with me? I'll just take you straight away. I know she is up. Let's go. Okay, great. Uh, follow me, and he gets up, straightens his, his coat, makes sure his hair is as it should be, and um, waves to Mags, then keep who goes like that. Um, <laughs> and he laughs, he laughs and, and, and leads you out the door. Well, hey pal, welcome back to the second episode of Adurna. Thanks for sticking out through the first episode. It gets way better from here. You have no idea how much looking up of the rules I had to cut out. Uh, just wanted to give you guys an update. Since last time, we have now recorded the Fall What volume with a big cast of characters, uh, including who you've heard so far. That's Tom, our DM, Ian, our flatmate, and myself. Uh, I'm happy to announce that there will be three more adventurers joining us. These include Lewis McLagan, Aaron Fulton, and Eric Van Berlikon. I'll leave the details of their character to the episode, but trust me, they're all great. I'd like to apologize for about the audio levels as well last week, guys. Uh, it was a bit quiet, so I've changed up this time. Uh, I've put it up a wee bit, uh, although now I'm fairly certain it's uh, too loud. You can let me know, uh, I guess, uh, if you follow me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is dr underscore dan underscore md. That's Dr. Dan MD. That's right, a real medical doctor. As in, I have first aid training, so please don't send me your medical queries. I cannot answer them. If you're liking what we're doing so far, we'd really love to hear from you. And if you could give the podcast a wee share and tell your friends to listen, Every play counts, and it'd be great to know that it's not just us listening back to these to see how terrible we did. Thanks again, guys, and enjoy the rest of the show. He uh, actually takes you 
you expect to be led into another one of the buildings in the in the um, in the village in the town. But he takes you outside of the same gate that you came in, and then walks around the perimeter of the uh, the, the the wall a little while. And as you sort of come around the a bend in the trees, you see something that you feel like you probably should have noticed earlier on, uh, which is overlooking the town. It's a tower, uh, a, a black glass-like tower that's got these sort of spines and spikes and hooks and everything that are all sort of protruding out of it. And as you come closer to it, you realise that it's in fact a godstone tower. And you've seen godstone structures before, you've seen, you know, a, a few of them anyway. Um, and they, and this one, like all the others, um, seems like it's all created out of one piece of stone, or it looks like it might even have grown out of the ground as one complete item. It has no cuts in it, no sort of um, bricks or anything like that that are putting it together. It's just one smooth, sort of solid piece. And uh, and it, and this one is like an onyx black, like a deep black colour. And it's on top of this sort of rocky knoll that's overlooking the, the, the town. Okay, as a sort of, sorry, as a Tanekrian Crypt Keeper, uh, is this something I notice as like a having some religious like significance or um, from my own knowledge? Do I know what this is? Like, roll a religion check. Uh, do I get a modifier? Because I do have religion as uh, something I'm proficient in. Uh, so that is intelligence. Which is actually what? plus two. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You, I okay. So oh, I get. So yeah. then I add two to whatever this is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I roll a twenty anyway. So it's a twenty-two. Natural exactly twenty. Natural twenty. Nice. Okay. So um, you know about Godstone structures. Mm-hmm. There are a few of them dotted, dotted around the known world, but they predate any record of history. Um, they're called Godstone because no one's really sure how they came into being. Because as mortals, you have no way of shaping Godstone. You don't know how to cut it, you don't know how to shape it, you don't know how to crack it or anything like that. So, so it can only, you, you, you're only, the assumption is that it was created by the gods for some unknown purpose to them. Okay, and yeah. there's nothing practically we as mortals have any use of them. They're just nice to look at. You tend to find that settlements spring up around them. Okay. Um, the, the 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 great cities all have sort of larger godstone structures and things like that. You okay. know that, that they had. Um, Thanek, uh, Thanek, didn't have one, but um, well, it didn't. It didn't. The vaults inside the um, inside the mountain. A lot of that, those passageways and things were godstone. Right. Okay, so it can create structures in a way. Is that correct? It what? It can create structures, is that what you're saying? They are structures. Oh, so it's like a, it makes a building almost, is that what you're saying? Like, can you, with this godstone specifically, can you enter it? Yeah. Right. It's a building. Right, that's fine. It's a tower. Okay. It was just because I wasn't sure if it was just like a tower in size or you could actually enter it. No, no, it is a tower. It's got an okay. interior. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he leads you up, up to it and you know, there's a little path that goes up the knoll to the, to the tower and there's a big sort of wooden, heavy wooden gate that, uh, that leads you into a double door. Are we, is it like a rook or is it like, how big is it actually? It is like a rook. Okay. Yeah. And uh, as he opens the door, he uh, gestures for you to come in. He says, this is the rook. That's what it's called. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> And uh, I, had a, I say in character, I had a funny feeling it was going to be called that. And uh, he said, and he sort of gestures for you to go inside. And as you step inside, um, it's a lot colder in here than you expected it to be. It's a lot like stepping into a cellar on a hot day. You know, it's like it's just got that kind of chill about it in the air, which is weird because there's a warm red light that pervades the room, and, and you've entered into this big vast hallway, and you can see that there. are four braziers um, of, of fire, sort of about halfway down this hallway and torches all along the way. So it's got this reddish warm glow about it, but it's but it's chilly and it's really strange sort of 
juxtaposition. Okay, sorry, um, to, sorry to break up. Um, is uh, is she in this room? Um, who? The lady. Do you want to make a perception check? Or do you want to just... It's more in the sense of, do I have enough time to ask uh, Lars, do I need to know anything about her? I will finish my description. Okay. <laughs> um, the far end of the hall, you can see there's a raised dais with what appears to be a throne. Also made out of the same black stone, and it's sort of shaped like like two hands, like this, very vaguely, like they're more sort of spikes than fingers, yeah. and two thumbs that curl out at the front like this, and then there's the seat here with furs and, and cushions and all that sort of thing on them. Uh, but there's no one sitting at the throne. Um, there's no other furniture in the room at all, um, and there is no one else in the, the place at all. And as your gaze sort of moves upwards, you know, following the, these upstretching fingers of the throne, you see, you notice that the the ceiling isn't visible. It just stretches up into darkness, which is surely impossible given the shape of the tower outside. Um, but you sort of you're looking at it, and Lars is also having a, a look around, and he just sort of looks to you and says, "You don't have to say it. We all know it's creepy." <laughs> uh, this way, please. And um, there's a he gestures off to your right, and you can see that there's a spiral staircase that sort of moves up out of sight um, in that direction okay. and he gestures for you to go first. Okay. Um, I go forward and is this the time where I can kind of ask that question I was going to say? If you want to ask a question, so just I ask say, a question. Is there anything I need to know about the lady? Uh, I would say, well, we'll walk and talk. And he, he leads you up and puts his... He's just sort of gently got his hand on your back as well. He's not, not in any forceful way or whatever, but he's just, he's just that kind of guy. He's just like walking along with you. I would say there are many things to know about the lady, but I wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. And um, as a final piece of advice from me to you, I would say, don't lie. But if you must lie, lie well. And um, he just sort of continues to walk up in silence with you um, until you get to a door um, at the very, very top of the tower. You pass a few other doors on the way up. Um, and as, as you get to that door, he steps in front of you and sort of between you and the door and puts his hand on it. Are you ready? I nod. And he smiles and winks at you. Good luck. And opens the door. Opens it. Good timing. <laughs> and as you step inside, roll the shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh my god! That was really cool. Okay. You good? Yes. Okay. I enter the room. You enter the room. This room stands in stark contrast to the rest of the tower that you've seen so far. It's bright and warm and lavishly decorated with exquisite furniture and adornments. It's also fairly cluttered. Uh, there are stacks of books in jumbled piles on almost every surface, and there are all manner of strange instruments of unknown purpose it's kind of scattered around the place. Um, Can I make a perception check on what those are? Just a second. Sorry. Uh, the room that you've entered is round as you'd expected. And as it curves around to the left, uh, there's a partition with a sliding door. And it's just slightly ajar. If you want to make a perception check at this point, you can. I would like to. What are you looking for? Uh, people, uh, any sort of significant items, uh, be it, shall we say, weapons or uh, anything of uh, anything I'd maybe recognise from old Thanakar, like any sort of like symbols. Mm. Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, six. 
I have any modifiers for that? Perception. So it's wisdom. Uh, which I don't. So six. I can see nothing. Uh, you don't really see. I mean, it's quite a cluttered room. There are papers everywhere. It's got. There, there are fine silks and furs and things like that. Um, and nice furniture. And you've been away from society for, you know, a good thirty years. You know, like you haven't really. If there are new styles and things that are associated with different races and whatever, you wouldn't know about it. Um, and so it all looks just alien to you almost. Um, and you haven't seen anything like this for a very long time. Um, but you do, I mean, the door is slightly ajar. It doesn't take you much to notice um, that there's a sort of softer light coming through from there. And uh, you hear a voice as the door closes behind you uh, coming from that, that partition. Um, and it's a, a female voice and she just says, In here! Okay, so I walk over to here. Okay. Um, you walk over to the sliding door and open it slightly in, and you find yourself in a large and well-appointed bathroom. Uh, with a, And at the centre of it sits a large brass roll-top bath with clawed feet. It's a big, sort of, ostentatious bath. Um, and lying there in the water with her eyes closed and her head tilted back towards the ceiling is a young Thinecrean woman. Beautiful and quite naked. Ooh. She can the vapors. <laughs> she soaks there a moment longer, not saying anything, and finally opens one eye to look at you. Oh, you're old. And she sits up. Would you pass me that towel on the rack? She gestures just behind you, and there's a there's a towel hanging on the. Yeah, I grab it and hand it over to her. Thank you. And she takes it from me and uh, dabs her face with it lightly, and then throws it to the side <laughs> and uh, stands up. <laughs> she been eating. <laughs> Can I make a perception check if she's been eating? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean like, why would she dab, just dab her face? Do you want to make a perception check? Or do you want to just... I mean, sure, I guess I'm kind of very curious now why someone would just dab their face after coming out of my bath, so... Uh, 20. Natural 20. <laughs> Natural 20, so... Uh, you've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> natural 20. Waste of a natural 20. She had... She, she's wet. She's been in the bath. So she dabbed her face with a towel and threw it away. What, did she get up or was it just her face? And she stands up. <laughs> and she's still wet. And she steps out of the bath, and as she does step out of the bath, all of the water that was on her, all in her hair and all of her body, just runs down and back into the bath. Like, straight down her leg and into the bath again. And none of it is on her when she walks out of the bath again. She didn't need the towel at all. She just wanted to see if you'd write her. And... Okay, okay, that's more interesting. So she stands there, and she's still completely naked, but she just quickly gestures over, over her body and cloth fabric seems to form and wrap itself around her body and just sort of form itself into a very simple but elegant dress. <laughs> Sorry, I felt like a uh, free action of just showing a shape changer. But <laughs> 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 black magic! Black magic! Black magic shape changer! Um, uh, we love you, Lewis. <laughs> can, I, uh, can I say um, a free action to be like a... Uh, a question, sort of a. No, I don't know what the. Would the term mage be something that's in your world? Yep. If I went. If I just went a mage? Question mark. She raises an eyebrow and says, Was it that obvious? Uh, she just moves straight past you, walks past you, um, and uh, into the room that you came out of first. And as you stand there, just calls back, Well, shall we? And. I follow her through. You follow her through. And, um, <laughs> I follow her through. <laughs> <laughs> she um, turns back around to the sliding door and shuts it. And then takes out from seemingly nowhere, just conjures this um, contraption, which has all of these sort of interlocking parts that seem to like click out and, and bend out and go back in and things it's a sort of strange looking object you've not really seen anything like this before and she fiddles around with it a little bit and then 
presses it into the sliding door a little bit like a key and turns it and takes it back again and then opens the sliding door again and instead of a bathroom there's now uh, a lavish bedroom uh, with a big four poster bed and, and sort of silks cool. and things like that and um, as well as the bed which is the main feature of the room there's also uh, a small table and, and two chairs and she um, tucks the thing away uh, and goes and walks over towards one of the uh, over towards the uh, the table and sits at one of the chairs and uh, between the uh, and sitting on the table you can see that there's a crystal de- uh, what do you call it decanter carafe uh, yeah basically a decanter and uh, and two wine glasses as well and she just sits there and, and waits for you can I do a perception check on what the wine is? It, if it's wine or if it's like uh, sure, cool, or if like whatever the contents is. Uh, four. <laughs> uh, it's blue. It's blue. Ooh. Okay. Uh, is she sort of like suggested I take a, I take a seat or anything like that? Uh, Seems to be. She's just she just sitting, looking at you, stand there awkwardly. Okay, I take a seat. <clears throat> she's very comfortable and sort of like is quite confident clearly again and um, is just sort of sitting there kind of watching you. She just sits and watches you for a while. With one eyebrow raised. And then she sighs and she leans forward and pours herself a glass of wine. And puts the decanter back. Okay. And takes the glass. Takes a drink. Okay. I ask. Good year. Found a bit. So my old and slightly unkempt friend, what can I do for you? I come to Ebenharth. Memory. I've come to Ebenharth. As I have potentially have information you may need. Wonderful. Well, I'm just waiting to hear it. What's your uh, stance on angels? Cats. I share this opinion. Uh, and what do you know of their recent activities in the area? Witch hunts. As they call them. Little more than an excuse, of course, to flex their muscles and show their power and keep people down, but everyone knows that. And have they been seeking anything for uh, these uh hunts? And here I was thinking it was you who had the information. I'm angling that, I just want to gauge what you know already. Hmm. Well, not 24 hours ago, I uh, helped defend a band of uh, stone? Wilderfolk. Wilderfolk! Mm. Uh, from a garrison of angels. How very noble of you. They, uh, the chief told me they have been uh, abducting children. That I had not heard. Um, is that all the information I have? Uh, question mark. This is my question. So, we're at war. Chief said that they were taking. All I pretty much told you was that the witches in the woods were growing aggressive. You should stay out of the woods. Um, they were stealing the tribe's children, and whenever I sent hunters to um, retrieve them, they just immediately attacked, and all they done was attack and fight. And recently, there's been a lot of um, bright ones um, attacking our caravans on site and just attacking anyone who comes on. Seems to have just kind of declared war on the forest. The, the angels aren't stealing anyone's children. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have misheard that information or misremembered. I will endeavour to write down more. Well, I look like an idiot at this meeting <laughs> as I suddenly have a flash memory of like, <laughs> just, your face, <laughs> your face <laughs> just goes from 
okay. Uh, <laughs> back over. I'm clearly winning the good time. Do what the good thing is. Well, it's just a game, so you can just fucking yeah. fire past that. <laughs> you know what, that got you in here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I so guess uh, now I see why you were like, and if you're bluffing. Uh, which, uh, I guess, had I kept going with this, maybe I would have got like a plus modifier. Because <laughs> like, you genuinely believed it. Genuinely <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, well, okay. So I've told them there's a, a war going on. Uh, they've been abducting right. children. I'll tell you what, it's time for me to start asking you some questions. Because I think that's where the most interesting stuff is going to be. This chief that you so valiantly rescued from the angels told you to come here? He said this was a safe place for my kind. Mm, your kind, meaning what? Can I agree? Well, that much is true. We've no love of the angels here. Or rather, we've as much love for anyone else uh, as them. We've as much love for them as anyone else, but we're just brave enough to show it. <laughs> so why send you here? Did he know that there were Thanecreans here? He said there was a, a dark lord here. Probably meaning Lord Astroth, right? Mm. Correct. And so you came here hoping to speak to him? Yes. To seek asylum? I don't stay in too many places for too long. Hmm, that's fine. But I, uh, it was unsafe where I was at that time, so I can not for work. Or ah, I can believe it if the angels were after you. Well, I will bear that in mind. I might find a use for you. Someone might, at least. Tell me, can you swing an axe? I have a... Plough field? I've done all those jobs. I've been mercenary, farmer... A mercenary? Tell me about that. I was going to go to a crypt keeper. Oh, okay, tell me about mercenary. Okay. Mercenary work? I, uh... Which company did you work for? Now I'm bluffing. <laughs> oh, no companies, just saving farms from raiders, etc. Oh, I see. Uh, wanderers work, independent work. Yes. I was with the South Spears myself. Oh. Yeah. And, and Rickard. I'm too sorry. Rickard, the Lord. How long have you been together? <laughs> Oh, I think you might have the <laughs> wrong impression. Rickard is not my husband. He's my brother. We are Lord and Lady Astaroth. He is the Lord. I'm just his sister, albeit slightly older. No problem. Now, speaking of slightly older, I couldn't help but notice you're, what, 60%? Thereabouts? So you must have been there at the time it all went down. I hear it makes a loud swallow uh, to indicate that it's an unpleasant memory. And looks away. Well, tell me about that. I'd rather not. I'm still asking. And I'm not telling you. Oh, tragedy, really. It would have been useful to know from someone who was there. I was born after. So much was lost. I feel like I, I'm short-tempered, so that's a flaw of mine. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could be a good point to be... She's kind of poking in a bad memory, so I feel like I should be, like... I know that you're just talking through this, mm. but don't feel like you need to justify this stuff to me before you do it. Just no, I know, I know. I'm just, uh, I'm more, I'm more voicing my own approach, because uh, I don't want to feel like I'm doing too much of Danny and not enough of Soros. Mm. 
I mean, so. Slap my fist on the table and say, too much. And leave them. On that we agree, although I suspect you had a more personal loss than I did. I'm referring, of course, to the lost arts, magics, secrets, that sort of thing. An interest of mine, a hobby, if you will. Just collecting what I can, what's lost. I merely meant to get some first-hand information, but I shan't prod anymore. Well, how about this? From what I can gather, you've been more or less honest with me. So I invite you to stay in Ebonhearth as long as you like, or as little time as you like. I know you don't stay very long, but at least you might stay long enough for Rickard to get here. I imagine he and you will get along quite well. People seem to like him for whatever reason. And where is he at this moment in time? Away. But he'll be back soon. So, Max will have a room for you in the inn, if you like. And as soon as I find some work for you, I'll send for you again and take it from there. How about that? A nod. Good. Well then, off you trot. And she pours herself more wine. Uh, yeah. Back away and leave the room. Oh, and she calls to you before you, before you, just before you leave the door. Turn her head over shoulder. <laughs> Send Lars in if you could. And uh, nod as you leave out the door. You can see that Lars is still standing in the stairway as, as where he was before, and just sort of grinning at you. <laughs> well, how did that go? I feel I am no further, nor. Uh, wiser. Oh, she's something, isn't she? Yeah. Well, something. Something, yes. <laughs> uh, d- did she want to see me at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, she didn't want to see you. <laughs> no, she didn't want to see you. Oh, good. Well, at least I can get some rest then. <laughs> and he follows you back down. And, uh... Oh, shit, you done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... Because it was quite high, I think, later on, if he's like, why did you send him upstairs? I'd be like, oh, I did Music by David Devereaux.